Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of season two of the Creative Exponent (laughs) Podcast. It's episode 22. Can you still believe? Sometimes we're like, we're so proud of ourselves. We are. Stuck with this. (laughs) Well, we just have a tendency to, you know, latch on to things and like go in deep. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, but squirrel, (laughs) something new. Let's go do this and that. And yeah, or let's try a new tactic or something. Mm. Yeah, but we've stuck with this. So hopefully it's going to pay off at some point. (laughs) Maybe about at the five-year right. mark, it'll start, I don't know, we'll start having sponsors or something. It's, it does pay off, though, you know, in other ways. We love it. It's, you know, when we were talking a minute ago about batch recording, it's like, it just, even though it's nice to record a few at a time, I find when we do that, it's, you know, you miss it. You kind of miss yeah. talking through this stuff. It for me, it keeps me energized to create, you know, content for our social media stuff. And, you know, it's just because it's the conversations that we um, that we think matter. So, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good stuff. No, I agree. I It's been one thing because usually if I'm doing something for a while and it's not profitable in a monetary sense yeah. and I'm like, OK, this is a hobby. I need to drop yeah. it. <laughs> but, yeah, this has been <laughs> this has been something that's. Um, just been really fun and rewarding in different ways and um, just something that's a departure even though we're talking about creativity and this whole world and creative business and all the stuff that we do it's so different from everything else I do so it's it's just fun so anyway we'll just we'll just be here we'll keep doing it that's right Um, so today we're going to talk about the second part of building your vision and we're calling it discovering your vision, but it's it's really talking about the overarching idea of casting a vision for your business. Because I think it's that sounds so lofty. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like it's just me like starting this business from my dining room table. Yeah. I just don't even know what kind of vision. Yeah. I just don't. Like, why should I go to a mountaintop and, you know, meditate (laughs) until the vision comes to me? Like, which it just sounds lofty. So we're going to try to bring it down and really simplify it um, and offer some encouragement to you. Because casting a vision is is important. It's important to know where you're going and what you want to do. Well, and I think it... And I would say... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, thank you. (laughs) I think it goes back to what we talked about in the first part, you know, when we were just chatting about like what what's the next step, I think this is why the first you know those first few exercises are so important um, because they're mm-hmm. they're just answering questions surrounding the things that really matter to you that matter as far as your core values and things that you must do or must have in your business things that are non negotiable whether those are in the positive or negative column you know just things that you will or will not you know, do. Um, it's, that's why those are so important because really it's not even that you're discovering it at this point, you're unearthing it. You know, it's, you've already done the work of figuring out what matters. And so then it's just a matter of kind of putting words to it, you know, and, and creating a bit of a, you know, I don't know, a long-term picture, 
I think is is the best way to to describe it. It's just where where are you headed? What's your true north? What are you looking to? It matters a bunch. And I think so. How would you say that a vision is different from a goal or a dream? Yeah, I think. Well, okay. I think dreams are dreams and ideas are singular. You can have a dream that's not tied into a holistic picture. It can be more of a vision. I think, um, okay, you said, and then goal to me is an action. That's something that's trackable and actionable. You know, what am I, what is the goal to get to publishing a book one day or the goal to, you know, publish your photography in National Geographic? You know, what is the goal I'm going to set for myself to accomplish? Vision to me is the combination of uh, it's just the picture of what should and could be. And it's it's the picture that you, it's kind of a combination of both of those. You know, it's where yeah. where am I actually headed with this thing long-term? Where am I going? Yeah. What do I see as the end game, you know? Uh, and it doesn't have to be one particular item, you know. It's, it's more, it's this encompassing, you know, long-term picture of where we want to be one day. Yeah. You know? And I think having an overarching vision. So I just want to make sure that we're clear about how the vision is separate from like goals and milestones. And it's not like, well, my vision is to have my business featured in a magazine. It's like, well, but then what happens after your business is featured in a magazine? Like that's just a, that's something that's like a, a dream, a dream yeah. or a wish or that's something that you're you're hoping will happen. Yeah. It's I would say it's not even a goal because that's not right. something that's within your control. No. That's an editor's going to decide no, that yeah. one. Um, <laughs> but a vision would be um, an an overarching idea for your business yeah. where where you want it to head. It's not tied to um, necessarily, I guess it can be tied to monetary, um, goals, but I would say, I would if say you're even smart, then, not. like, <laughs> not really. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd say maybe if the overarching idea is I want to, um, do something I love, um, and work towards a retirement yeah. where this this is a picture of my vision for my retirement. Sure. I think then it can kind of be tied to a monetary thing. But it's more about an idea, yeah. a feeling, a, a place that you want to mm-hmm. be in your life. It's kind of that's, that's what vision is more yeah. about. Um, but another important thing about vision is that it's okay if it's a small, yeah. simple because I think again, you we think like, well, my my vision is just to to create art and, and make money doing it. Yeah. But but then we're like, well, but that doesn't sound good. That's, <laughs> that sounds right. like. I mean, it sounds great to me, but it sounds small. It's not. Is that a big right. enough vision? Is that well? And I, everybody. So I think a lot of people get stuck. They there. do, and and I think that it's different for everyone. You know, I do believe that there are people who are, um, like to reference back to that, uh, languaging leadership test that we've talked about the five voices, you know, they talk about the pioneer voice. And I think people who are pioneering have typically have these visions that are, they're very encompassing and they're very long lasting. And they're also very specific, you know, um, 
they're just centered around this one central idea and this one, you know, I think of somebody like Steve Jobs as being a, a very mm-hmm. serious pioneering visionary. You know, it is very centered around this one core concept, this one long-term picture of where he was going. Um, but not everybody's that way. Not every company's that way. Uh, not every brand, you know, is developed in that way. And that's all right. You know, I think we do get so hung up on it having to be big enough or special enough. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, and we're just like zipping through these points, but like, you know, really it's about working backwards. It's about saying, what would I like to look back at the end of my career work life and know that I'm just grateful I pursued that, you know, that's what I pursued. And that's it. And if all that is, is for me, I mean, my long-term vision literally is just to impact and create connection with my words. That's it. That's my vision. That's what I want to do. I want to do that here in the work we do. I want to do that on my own Uh, channels, my own website, you know, in my writing. So at the end of my days, I'm not going to look back and feel like, well, I wish I had been featured in 25 more magazines, you know, (laughs) or man, and and to go back to our last podcast, I wish that that I I had, had, you know, yeah, a million followers on Instagram. I'm just not going to care about that. What I will care about is that vision. What did I really pursue? You know, where did I, where did I put my attention and my focus to, to be, you know, and to, to be present in that. So I just, it's very easy to kind of get our, our minds feeling like it's got to be this big lofty, you know, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it can be pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Yeah. And I think this is, and we had kind of talked about this. I think people will think of a vision, you know, like a vision statement Mm -hmm. as sort of like a mission statement. And I've seen so many organizations, churches, businesses, you know, that they write this mission statement and it's this like, it's a manifesto. It's like, you know, it looks like a legal document (laughs) and it's just like who... First of all, can anybody say what's really in it? Can anybody articulate what we're trying to say? It's a lot of beautiful words strung together that have gone through, you know, and I think that that can happen when there are, you know, kind of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. (laughs) Um, And we all like words and we all say, well, we, but we feel that this part is important. And I think that that's what can happen when you're building your vision based on what other people are telling Mm -hmm. you, you should be doing, or you, that here's, here's what you should do. Um, It's easy to get sidetracked. And so your vision should just be something very simple, straightforward, something you can remember Mm -hmm. and something that you can always look back to. So um, mine has been for years and years, it's, it's really been like to encourage and inspire yeah. and whether I'm using my blog to do that or home decorating or whatever. And I've kind of refined that a little bit more in the last year or so, um, to be, uh, create authentically and share generously. Yeah. So that's kind of what, what I want to yeah. do. And whether that's through a podcast, through mentoring, mm-hmm. through art, through 
decorating and sharing it on my yeah. blog through a book through whatever um that's that's my vision for my business yeah. and of course i want to support myself doing it sure. so that's but that's just <laughs> that's the nuts the, and bolts <clears throat> yes know? yep that's the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. exactly it's the how you yeah. know that comes in that's where the that's where the goals come into play sure. that's where um you know putting a business plan together but you have to know where you're heading and i think that we've learned this in in mentoring yeah. people that that's one of the biggest things that we have to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like what, where are you going? That's yeah. maybe one of the first questions that we, we ask is where, where are you going? Cause we can talk about how to grow your Instagram following and how to set up your website right. and what kind of branding you should have and what the right font should be and all of that. <laughs> but if you don't know where you're going, this is all for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just not, it's just not going to be helpful. No. So this is just such an important step. And even if you're, if you're into your business or even let's say it's not a business you just create for yourself, mm-hmm. having a vision for what your creative work is going to be I, it is important because maybe it's, maybe that's kind of a, we talked about boundaries the last time we talked about vision. Maybe that's a boundary for you that you don't, yeah. you feel like turning it into a business would destroy your work. Yeah. So your vision for your creative work is that it's it's going to be done for you and it's going to be done for gifts. Yeah. It's it's not a business. So it's just important to know where you're heading um, so that you then, especially as you're turning it into a business or as you're running a business, you're not spending money and time chasing down things that matter to other people, yeah. but they don't matter to you yeah. and they're not going to help you get to where you want to be. Right. Well, and, and whether we like it or not, we are people of vision and purpose. And when we don't have it, Mm -hmm. man, just, just, you know, find someone or yourself. If you've been in these places, I certainly have where you feel hopeless. Guess, guess what you don't have. You don't have purpose right then. You don't have vision, you know, and that's, that's not Mm -hmm. a judgment. That's just a reality of, where we are when we arrive in those places. So, you know, it's the same in our, in our businesses or creative work like you, even if it's just um, for ourselves, without that purpose behind it, it, number one, it, it can feel aimless, but number two, it is so beyond then simple for there to always be a reason why you can't do do whatever it is, you know, if it's just for you to create, um, you know, for yourself personally, there will always be a reason why you can't, you know, um, why it's mm-hmm. not important, why it can go with your vision for your creative business. If you don't have it, there will always be something someone else is doing that makes you think, well, I should, you know, I should be doing that. I need to do, no, maybe you don't at all. <laughs> And if you know where you're going and you know what matters to you, like you, to you, then it's just easier to avoid some of that. It's easier to say, well, that's great for them. That's not going to, that's not going to work for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not really at the end of the day going to be glad that I filled my days with, you know, A, B, C or D, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, definitely. And I think it also then prevents you from saying no to things that help you, that move you towards your vision when you get negativity or criticism because of it. Um, I know I've, I've completely (laughs) closed doors really because of maybe like two 
mean comments. Sure. And then I'm like, oh, not going to do it. There's resistance there, mm-hmm. which is I'm usually a pretty determined person, but it was just in that place. It was enough to to yeah. knock me off course. So yeah. um, have, having a vision is really important, um, definitely. And then I love what you wrote that just to own it, like <laughs> – because when you do own it, yeah. when you recognize that it's yours, it's not dependent on any other anyone else's yeah. opinion or what they think of it, um, then it's easier to yeah stick with it. Right. Well, it's easier. <laughs> if you're at that owning point. it. Right. You just you're you're saying this matters to me. You know, this is what I'm choosing to spend my life doing, and this is what I want to look back on and know that I did. For instance, during the time when um, when I stepped away from blogging and sort of the online world in general, I still kept writing, but I didn't share it with a soul, <laughs> not a soul, mm. um, not anybody in my personal life, just me, you know, and, and it finally, it started nagging at me at about a year before I ever posted anything else. So, I mean, it took, you know, I was hard, deep set <laughs> in the place of retreat, you know, but Uh, So it took some time, but you know, it was just this nagging feeling like you're not doing what you're here to do. You know what you're here to do, you know, and that doesn't matter if it looks like this person or this person or whatever, but this is what you're here to do in this world. You know, it's one of the things and until you do it again, you're going to feel a little lost. You're going to feel a little wandering, you know, and man, was that true, you know, and just to say, this is what matters to me. This is, this is my vision for my business, my life, because your business is your life. If you're running one by yourself, it is, this is your life. It's not just your work. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a game changer because then all the great opportunities in the world that someone else has just look like great opportunities for them. And they're not a threat to you or your success or your approach. You know, all of the negativity in the world won't convince you that you're doing the wrong thing. That doesn't mean you might not have a bad day or you might not get a little tempted, you know, to do something someone else is, but it's just way less likely. It's way less likely if we really just kind of claim it, you know, as our own. I think it, it matters a I lot. I liked that you wrote the word in our notes, enjoy it. Yeah. Well, it's two words actually, but in well. the word enjoy, <laughs> you know, yeah. that that um, your vision isn't something that you're a slave to. No. It's something that is, um, it's a gift to yourself. Yeah. yeah. To, to, to give, to give yourself clarity. It's a gift. Yeah. And then, and then to be able to enjoy it and, um, you know, to be able to just continue on doing what you're doing in the midst of, yeah. you know, chaos and craziness and all of that. Yeah. Um, when you really own it. So you've got to be, you know, you've got to be sure about it and proud of it yeah. and all of that. But um, it's also always okay to reassess it. Yeah. So let's say, you know, I, I, I thought about as we were writing these notes, I thought about... Um, like when we ask kids what they want to be when yeah. they grow up, you know, they're like five, yeah. you know, and they don't know. They're just saying what they, what looks cool. What <laughs> has the coolest outfit? What has the, 
the best, I don't know, like, yeah, just what looks fun. Me at five, tightrope walker. <laughs> tightrope yeah. walker. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I think I always wanted to be uh, an actress yeah. or a singer yeah. from very, very young. But when I was in, uh, in middle school, we had to write what we wanted to be. And mine was um, actress or architect. <laughs> <laughs> so either one. Either one of those will do. <laughs> Right. Until I realized there was a lot of math involved right. in architecture. And then it's I'm like, okay, maybe something. Between so it's sort of funny that I have found yeah. something that's a little between that's those. Right. A little, you know, right. a little kind of satisfies the ham in me. Mm-hmm. But then I'm working, you know, I do a lot of design work. I always and- <laughs> laugh when you describe yourself as a ham. <laughs> I don't know why. I have ham tendencies, Mm. definitely. Uh, But anyway, yeah, it's like, so when you're first starting your business, don't feel like you, I think this is where, this is where people get frozen. Mm -hmm. How am I going to know here getting started on my dining room table where I want to go? Yeah. I feel like my ideas of what my business could be are too small. And I totally relate to that. And I know you can too, because we both started our businesses kind of like, I don't know. (laughs) We'll just just do something. We'll just see where it goes. Um, But even when I look back at myself and my my immediate goal was to make two hundred dollars a month. That was just like that's I wanted to do it while I could be at home with my kids, doing something creative, and that was kind of my that was my vision. That was what I wanted. And and I did feel a little lost when I passed that goal. I was like, okay, well, I don't know. I, for a long time, it was kind of along for the ride. Yeah. And I think that that was, it was good in a sense that I was just going along with what came my way, but it was very reactionary. It was very, um, I said yes to a lot yeah, of things that I probably yeses. should have said no to. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. A lot of yeses and then no's to things I should have said yes to, mm-hmm. but I was just so like, it was so reactionary. So, yeah. but if someone had really dug, I think I would have found my vision there. Yeah. Um, even in the very beginning, I would have. Yeah. It would have been something I just want to inspire people. I want to be an encouragement to them. I want to create yeah. and share it. I think so. I think it would have been very similar. And then somebody would have said to me, that's your vision. Right. <laughs> There's right. your, there's your vision. There it is. So I think it takes a little time just digging with yourself yeah. to what what's really at the heart of it. Right. What is it? So beyond just making some money, beyond just turning your hobby into a business, mm-hmm. beyond just people telling you you got to have a side hustle, like beyond <laughs> all of those things, what's the the real like heart of what why you want to do this yeah. and what you're hoping to get out of it and what you're hoping to share with others from it. Yeah. Um. And then five years down the line, 10 years down the line, I would say every year it's sure. good to reassess it to say, is this, is this still actually my vision? Yeah. Cause you're going to just like a kid who says what they want to be when they grow up, they grow and evolve and change. They learn more, yeah. they become more educated and they realize like, oh, I guess maybe I don't want to be a firefighter. <laughs> I didn't know you had to run into burning buildings. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just liked the hat. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, I think we have to reassess it, you know, and even if yeah. it's to refine it more, you know, it's, 
um, because we are always going to be, whether we like it or not, now we're changing, whether we, <laughs> whether we admit it or not, we are changing and evolving each year. Things matter more, matter less, you know, all that stuff. So, you know, it, it is wise to just keep a check on it, to know um, where am I really going? You know, what am I really, what am I really about? You know, so that we can be about that and not about everything else, you know? And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it's okay to reassess it. As a matter of fact, it's smart, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. wise. Uh, I think doing that, like you said, even once a year is just a way to make sure you're still, I mean, dang, man, connecting with yourself enough to know, like, I feel good about what I'm doing and I'm not just going through the motions of getting stuff done and I'm miserable, really, you know? Um, I mean, and I know that's a whole separate podcast, but, you know, that matters a lot to, uh, to reassess it and to, to change it if needed. You know, it's, you're not, this was not signed in blood. You're, you're free to, you're free to change it if if you need to. And there can be major life events that then completely shift what your vision is, whether it's you lose somebody and it's like, man, I, what I thought was important isn't important anymore or having children can change that. I mean, mean, there's just so many, even just a major event in the world that then you realize like, man, what I was doing isn't, my perspective is different. Right. And now here's a new passion and this is what I'm going to follow. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's okay. It's okay to grow up and let your vision grow up with you. Yeah. It's okay to do that. So, uh, we'll talk more about vision cause it is such a big topic. Um, but next week we're actually going to talk about what we spoke about in our live yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Um, the dynamic between talent and creativity, because when we record those lives they are only available for 24 hours and then they're gone. They're gone. And, oh, and we're like, this was really a good it was conversation. A good one. Yeah. So we're going to bring it back in a podcast version so that, um, so that you guys can listen to yeah. it and enjoy it and we can talk about it again. So I actually do have a creative contraption today. It's, um, so it's a company called, um, sketchbook. I don't know. Their Instagram is sketchbook co shop. Okay. So I think there's sketchbook company maybe, or sketchbook hmm. and co something like that. Anyway. Um, but you go to their Instagram and you can find their online store, but they make watercolor sketchbooks out of antique books. I know. I haven't books. gone to look yet and I should. <laughs> They're so cool. So they cut out the, you know, they cut out the covers and then they rebind mm-hmm. them with hand-torn watercolor pages and then they put a little wrap around the the <sighs> sketchbook and everything and they're just they're delightful. just the cutest most delightful little things. They really are. <laughs> I've absolutely um I've just really enjoyed them. I just bought a couple. Um the thing is they're they do like these launch sales and it they're they just go like lightning. Then they're gone. They have got to, just like I would say to anybody and myself, when I have things mm-hmm. going like lightning, it's like, you need to figure out how to make more or how to right. reproduce this <laughs> so you can sell more. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, yeah, they're wonderful oh. and uh, really um, just really 
cute little sketchbook. So if you're into that kind of thing as we are, mm. um, you can take a look at them or just follow them. They're fun to follow on Instagram too. They're always sharing really pretty old book covers. So it's Sketchbook mm. Co. Shop on Instagram. Mm. All right. So one. next week we'll talk about the dynamic between talent and creativity. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. Thank you.